Listeners, before we get started, just so you know, Brenda and I are going to spoil the heck out of the autopsy of Jane Doe. And I mean it. We're going to give you several warnings, but we are going to spoil it so much. And we like it so much that we really recommend you watch it before we spoil it for you. Yeah. It's it's not just something you should never see, and so it doesn't matter that we spoil it. Watch it, and then join us. And then come back here. Or you want me to? You or do you want to open up the door and let the sun shine in? <laughs> no? Yeah, we, we don't have the copyright for that song, so I'm not going to sing it in full. Uh, that actually came from an episode of The Flintstone, sung by Pebbles, according to the IMDb trivia really? section. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. We're talking about the autopsy of Jane Doe. See, I love my classic monster movies. I'll watch those all the time. But every once in a while, Brenda wants to watch a movie with me, and she wants to watch a modern horror movie, and I heard this was good. And Yeah. So we watched it. Streamed okay. it. What, what did you think? We didn't stream it. We watched it on Comcast. Yeah, it was streamed. Through, through the DVR. That's but called not like streaming. Netflix. No, no, or... no. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the autopsy of Jane Doe, dear? Well, should we note that this will be spoilery? Spoilery! All right. I liked it. Yeah, me too. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to everybody later. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was kind of creepy. Right? The movie? Yes. Although I'm totally distracted by what you're doing online. I'm pulling up the movie. Oh. (laughs) You're pulling up information about it yeah i wanted to see the director and everything else it's directed by a guy by the name of andre Overdell. which he, i'm sure is exactly yeah, yeah, yeah okay so yeah uh basic premise yeah there is a i don't know murder death scene crime scene crime scene yeah multiple people dead they go down to the basement they find a half uncovered just perfect gorgeous dead body naked right gorgeous right naked and gorgeous what would you say like she's what 20s 30s maybe appears <laughs> that's true yeah it's, yes. it's, so everybody else i guess goes to a different morgue but jane doe who was in the basement who doesn't seem to have any relationship to the family is brought to this family mortuary and crematory and what initially hooked me in the movie was the beautiful building which really seemed like i mean it had to be an existing mortuary but the old school kind where you live above and the mortuary is below the details were amazing like gurney scrapes on the walls that was cool so like it just has to be real they they, there were what tin type walls that were painted and they had this great man it was just really cool yes it has to be an existing building it would have to be something yeah yeah it was just the details were so perfect yeah it was a great set it was a great production design and they lit it well and they shot it well it looked awesome so was that a location that Uh, you know i'm kind of scanning here and uh yeah i'm not seeing anything to indicate that hmm it was amazing 
That was a great setting, and it was, it looked good. Yes, it looked really good. So they bring her down, and when I say they, um, father son, yeah, there's a father son corner team, and I really like their relationship and their chemistry. Right. Uh, the Tildens, you know, father Tilden and, and younger Tilden, played by Brian Cox, who was awesome as the father, amazing. And then Emil Hirsch played Austin, his Did son. You call him Emil? Emil. I, 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 maybe I'm mispronouncing it. E m i l e. Emil? Emil Hirsch. I yes, him. Him. So there's some things going on with him and his girlfriend, Emma. Who is a disposable character. Yeah. I mean, you kind of knew. Yeah. Okay. I liked the movie, but there are some blatant setups here. Yes. There yeah. really were. The thing with the bell, the girlfriend, the time, they keep watching the clock. There were some things happening. So here. the thing with the bell is what? <laughs> Uh, apparently back in the day, they would tie a bell to, I guess, the foot or the toe of what they thought was a corpse. Because they didn't know for sure. Right. There was, this, there was a fear of being buried alive and, and right. various things. And this is the step before the bell that is over the grave. Right. It's, it's the bell on the body just in case it's not a dead body. Right. So that's on there. And there's this jump scare with the dad messing with the girlfriend, ringing the bell on her and that sort of thing. And. Okay, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But the corpse of this Jane Doe, they start doing the autopsy and just finding really, really weird, weird things. Weird things, like scarring on organs inside of her body, but her skin is just perfection. Like, she has no right. damage on the outside. I'll say. No, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. No, uh, the ankles, the wrists are busted, but there's no trauma, no bruising. Yes, yeah. So other strange things like that. I don't know how much we want to give away. Yeah, but the I don't... bottom line is, is they're finding odd things, and as things go along, creepy things start happening, and voila, movie. <laughs> Voila movie. So I really enjoyed this for a, a number of different reasons. Normally I don't go for realistic style horror, you know, and I know mm. this wasn't that because it does get supernatural, but you've got the, you know, the corpses and you're looking at what caused the death and the crime scene and all this other stuff. I don't really go for that anymore. You know, I, I kind of mm. not my thing. They added all these supernatural elements and suddenly I'm interested. I'm super interested. I like this supernatural sleuthing thing anyway. And mm-hmm. this was such a unique way to give you that kind of a story. It's so interesting because what got slash caught me in the beginning was just the details of the setting they were in. Just amazing. Like, I want to go see that house. <laughs> I really do. It was a great setup for like a haunted house kind of thing. You could totally set that up as an attraction at at some theme park somewhere. Oh. Because it just was so immersive in the details. It's interesting because my thought was, I want to be baking cookies on Christmas Eve in that house. That's true. There's that too. Beautiful fire. Uh Uh-huh. All of it just seemed like that place where you would want to be inside when it's cold outside. That building has history. Yes. There's character, there's stories in that house Mm -hmm. that don't necessarily end terribly like the movie story did. (laughs) So, okay. What? What? Yeah, it's it's hard to say because we both really liked this movie. It it was really, really good. So can you tell me the Jane Doe, was that a body? So, yeah, that's the one thing we were watching. I mean, not a body. Like, was it an actress? Yeah, was or it a person? There's a, there's a credited actress. Right, Alwyn, that's what I thought. Alwyn Catherine Kelly. That I saw. Um, Wait, pull her up. 
there, there she is. That's her. That's her, you know, and she's done three things, according <laughs> to the Internet Movie Database. This would, let's see, probably Darkness be her biggest thing. Yeah. in the edge of town, and life sucks when you're in something. Why do life sucks when you're in your 20s? Oh. Where she played girl in short skirt. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Go so, from short skirt to just being nude on a table for an hour and a half. I mean, she was just stunning at this. There, there had to have been a lot of makeup here. The, the way... But also the lighting had to be part of her looking so stunning. Sure. Yeah, no, the lighting and, I mean, she... They're messing around with her face, right? They open up her mouth and, and we see some trauma that happened. And mm-hmm. When they go to push the jaw back, it looked like a lifeless hinge. It didn't look like yes. a person who was playing a dead body who was helping them close yes. the mouth. It was very well done. And and that I it could have been a dummy or it could have been her. I don't know. But that's a testament to either her or the effects. Yes, yes. <laughs> Depending on which way you go. The gore. Now – Oh. I felt it to be pretty realistic, but right. not exploitive. It wasn't right. You know, that kind of splattery stuff that I'm not really into uh-uh. anymore. It was realistic, which I think made the horror part of it even worse. Absolutely. Scarier, you know? Absolutely. You cried at one point. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There was a kitty. I, I, I kind of well up a little bit, too. There was, And a, the cat was the first victim. The first on-screen victim. Right. And well, yeah, the first victim for the part... We just par- spoiled a big thing right there, but um, we did say spoilers. The bottom line is the cat is still alive, but isn't going to be alive much longer, or if it does, it's a horrible thing. And so they have to make... A terrible decision, and... And they made the right decision. Yeah. But uh, it was just <sighs> awful, because... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's awful that... People have to go through that thing, but animals and children, they don't understand. Yeah. And they don't deserve it. There's this level beneath that, too, for me a little bit. Uh, the reason it's father-son is that the mother's not around anymore. She right. passed away uh, two years before. Mm-hmm. Not entirely sure what of, probably a cancer or something like that. Oh, no. I was thinking suicide. Oh, really? You thought of suicide? Because there was such a focus on oh, that's she right. acted so bright. That's she true. She acted so happy, but yeah. she was carrying such darkness in her. Okay. Okay. She had to fight it all by herself because she didn't tell anybody. And that, that to me is... Something more than... Okay. It implies that she knew because she actively chose to hide it. Okay. Anyway. Well, the cat was her, her cat, cat. And... There's a comment made about that's the last thing of hers that he had, and just this, this, yeah, pulling back my own personal curtain. I kind of feel that way about Sam. Oh, because we have a cat that she's grandma and grandpa's cat. Yeah. Oh, honey. So I, that really kind of hit me. Um, so way to go, filmmakers! <laughs> <laughs> right in the fields. Yeah. So what did you just say? Right in the fields. Right in the fields. Okay. What did you think I said? I know I did just wrecked something. I don't know. <laughs> like you wrecked the. Oh, why did you? You know, you just said rectal. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Way to make this total. Yeah. Wow. You said rectal something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> so to keep us from getting too dark and heavy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So 
I have to say, I'm glad that in the beginning, there's a mouse or a rat. It's kind of a rat that the cat catches. It's something. I mean, it, yeah. It's a rat. I'm really glad that the rats didn't come back, really. I mean, potentially it's the rats that attacked the cat, but yeah. I was afraid there was going to be this like flood of rats from a duct or something, and it was just going to cheese up the film too much. I was afraid the cat was going to come back. Oh. The very next day. And then... They thought he was a goner. But he did. Anyway, I really <laughs> thought the cat was... We don't own the rights to that song either. I, yeah. I thought the cat the, was going to come back. They put him in the um, crematorium. Yeah, the incinerator. The incinerator, yes. Yeah, so... I, I don't know. So, I, I want to talk a little bit about... There's a different level here that... And, and I don't... I'm sure this was intentional in terms of the writing, and I, I don't know... If it made it all the way to the, the filming process, but I kind of saw some things into the script. The girlfriend gets, we said spoiler, the girlfriend gets killed. Right. Accidentally by the dad. Right. At, towards the beginning of the movie, when we're first introduced to the girlfriend, there's talk between the girlfriend and the son about how he's going to leave. About how the son and the girlfriend are going to leave. He doesn't want to be this small town coroner or whatever the rest right. of his life. He wants to go off with her. And he hasn't told his, his dad yet, Mm-mm. but he's going to leave. Whether or not the dad knew this, when the dad kills the girlfriend, he kills the person that's instigating taking the son away. Mm. And I thought that was an interesting little, little thing that maybe I'm reading into, but a neat little kind of thing to hook onto. I don't know. I mean, I see that, but ultimately what happens is well, yeah, due to dad too. Sure. No, I, I agree. <laughs> no, I guess I thought that was a neat yeah. thing okay. to kind of maybe hook on to a little bit. We get some bodies walking around and all that. Thank you for not using the Z word while we were watching it. Um, <laughs> but there were some, some bodies walking around. That bell, man. And we knew the bell was going to come back yes. over and over and over so again. So the, the dad is old-fashioned. That's why he does it. Even yeah. though in this modern day they know they're dead, dad's old-fashioned. But you just know the bell's going to be, you know, you're stuck in some room somewhere in here. Ding. It was used to great effect. Ring a ding. The, the sound design, the lighting. Yes, the lighting is amazing. The lighting's great, and you know, I said there, it felt like a haunted house kind of ride. You could go into that basement section, and when <laughs> the fire's going and the smoke's going, and they have to go down the hallway, and they hear a body in there, and they hear yeah. the bell, but they can't see the real body. It's all outlines, and just that was and creepy. The, and the electricity issues because in and it's out, an in old and building, and so. Even in the beginning, before you get into the story, they have to tap a light to get it to right to come on. Uh-huh. And so you're never sure: is the storm taking out the lights? Is Jane Doe taking out the lights? Is it just that the lights are bad? <laughs> there is a moment I was a little surprised about because, you know, they've got a microscope, they've got a a video recorder, but they stay pretty old-fashioned with a lot of things but there's a moment where instead of using the flashlight to get out of the room when the power goes out he's using his cell phone and it felt almost anachronistic like really it just on one hand it acknowledges the fact that new technology exists on the other hand they had just been so into that setting that it kind of surprised me yeah and now that you say that 
there wasn't a computer in the room in anywhere. No. We, and, and that, for a place of business, even that business, to not have some sort of electronic Record keeping. Right. Really surprised me. But they properly backed that up with paperwork. Sure. Um, well, they're taking Polaroid pictures, too. And I thought that that had been discontinued. I, I Well. I can't remember. But so. Polaroid film being discontinued. That is that, that kind of style of camera. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Yeah, um, I don't know either. Somebody let me know. It had the old rainbow on it. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I would imagine now that they would want digital pictures because, you know, you can email them, but I also can see that they would want immediate pictures that they could reference on the chalkboard, that kind of thing. So it it made sense to me. But yes, they had avoided most, I mean, they're using a radio for goodness sake. A radio with a tape deck in it, a cassette, (laughs) which... No, you're right. I mean, that gives it that kind of old school. And maybe right. that's, it's it's the dad's place of business. So right. he doesn't have a CD player. He doesn't have a computer. He's got books, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they pull the one that's flower right. out he and they have to go look up the book. Yeah. Pulling out books. He had a, what was the Bible? The Bible said. I meant to go holy, back to looking at it. Was it like a concurrence or something? and something. Yeah. I don't know. I, know, I just really like the supernatural part of it, too, the the symbology and the symbols and talk of the rituals and all that. What did you think about the waste situation? Because they, they talk so, about how yes. it could have been corseted, but it's not really fully addressed. Was that? I think it's good enough. Yeah. I think because that is part of establishing that she isn't a current Jane Doe. Those okay. are some of the first hints, which is odd because... You know, her teeth were fine, all that other stuff. But maybe she was young enough in the olden days that these didn't show. But her waist was disproportionate to the rest of her body. When they cut her open, they discover that her organs are are shifted around a bit. Yeah. And that she was corseted. Yeah. So it's our first hint that she's an older body, even though she has very, very little. I mean, no decomposition, essentially. Right. Not just overall, I liked it. Me too. I, I liked that the father son were not adversarial. They were on the same team. Right. There wasn't a, oh, you're seeing things, kid. You know, they both saw it. They were both. There I mean, was a little, little bit. There, but yeah. Not, it, it wasn't like it, part of the story. It was it just like, okay. It took him a little bit to get, a longer to get there. But then when he got there, it was almost too abrupt for me. Really? Because then he solved the puzzle. Well. Right then. Well. You know, like. Yeah. And. The thing is that it wasn't a hunky, amazing hunky dory team either. I mean, no, he was, was very bossy. He was like the complexities of yeah. a relationship like that. Yeah, there, there was the father son, teacher, student, boss, employee. Yes. there's a lot of stuff kind of wrapped up in there, and I thought it was really good. Yeah. The uh, trivia page on the IMDb says that Martin Sheen was originally cast in that role, which would have given this movie, I think, a different feel. Right. I like Martin Sheen a lot. He's a good actor, but I this worked out Cox. really well. Really good. Yes. So it ended with a lot of, um, well, one, it was a realistic ending that I really liked. And this is something that uh, we talked about with Scott and Tracy when they came to visit. Uh, This is something that we've talked about off and on over the years whenever we talk about movies. What happens after? There's always a mess left when these, with with horror movies specifically, there's always this big mess. And I can't help but wonder how they talk their way out of that when the cops show up. You know, there's this kind of 
man, they're screwed, you know, kind oh, yeah. of thing. We were talking about how there's no way the sun's coming out of this without full blame. Right. There are two bodies. His fingerprints and everything else are all over the place. Well, he was wearing gloves. Well, but at parts. But yes. Yeah. So the bottom this, line yeah, is this so was not thinking, believable. Yeah. You know, he's not going to get out and, and be able to walk away. The video camera got well set on fire, so we assume it's destroyed. The Polaroid's all torched. There's no evidence here. Uh, the body's fine. So what, what's going to happen? Um, well, it becomes a moot point. Yes. You know, and that. This Bummer needs, for him, but this needs to come with so many spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler a whole lot. Yeah, and it becomes a moot point, which I I really like. I mean, there was a small part of me who wanted to believe that if Jane Doe felt heard enough, yeah. it's a therapist in me. Sure, no, <laughs> that she would be okay. Yeah, and and let things go, but. That's just not reality. No, no. Well, yeah. But I, I like the way it ended too, because it Me had too. these kind of callbacks to the beginning. Because at the very beginning, when they find that, when the cops find the house with all the dead people in there, it's not like somebody was trying to get in. It's like they were trying to get out. Well, that's oh, yeah. exactly what happens, right? Uh, and and we see that happen to this family, right? And yeah, I mean, it, it just was great. Now, the very last shot, I don't think either one of us liked it. No, it wasn't. It just wasn't Ugh. necessary. No, it wasn't. It cheesed it up. It was cheesy. It didn't need to be there. We knew that wherever this body ended up, it was going to happen again. Right. And again. And again. We didn't need to have the wiggling toe. Ding, ding. I just spoiled the very last shot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, maybe we need to record a little bit for the beginning, which says we liked it. You should watch it, and you should watch it before this. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll throw that in, listeners. <laughs> because so. you've been warned repeatedly. <laughs> Overall, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I liked it a lot. I would be interested in getting my hands on the soundtrack. I liked the music, not for that song that may or may not have been sung by Pebbles from the Flintstones, but the score <laughs> itself, I really liked. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting to me? This director directed a movie that you didn't really like all that much. Oh. Troll Hunter. We saw Troll Hunter at the Hollywood Theater when it was out. Yeah. With Tom and Mona. You know what's so interesting, yeah. though, is some of that lighting, you know, that bluish white lighting that kind of takes the color out of everything. Troll Hunter was very much, the whole thing was like that. And a lot of times when they lit her body, it was the bluish white lighting, which made her look like transparent skin wise and really, I think, made her so gorgeous. And I really liked it, but it didn't match. You say you like the lighting. I feel like it didn't match the lights in that room, but I was okay with it. I didn't let it go. Yeah. Well, I felt like there were enough unique light sources in the room and mm. there's no computer light or anything like that. But mm. you had the, the hanging lights, you had the bug zapper, you had mm -hmm. all these different light sources oh, in you're there. right. It's that, that could that have, bug zapper, yeah. yeah. Which I felt like kind of, there wasn't a lot of payoff for that either, but. But it's appropriate. Sure. For the setting. So you say thumbs up, thumbs down, you want. You could take the soundtrack. I'm a thumbs up and I could take the house. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it has a mortuary in the bottom or a morgue. I'd like to know more about this. I don't know if there is a Blu-ray release with extra stuff on it. I don't know if it's something I want to add to my collection. I, I would wouldn't mind if it came with some features. Yeah, maybe some scenes. really good features. Sure. Yeah. You can see that. It was pretty good. It, it was solid. I dug it. How long have we been going here? Eh, almost 25 minutes. Is that long enough? 
to devote to this movie? I think so, right? Okay. Yeah, unless you got anything else to say. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? How are you doing for real? I'm, I'm doing all right, you know. Yeah. You had to cancel your things this weekend. Yeah, so I don't know when this is going to be going out. Um, but yeah, the Monster Kid Radio crash for the thing from another world. We're in Portland, and if you are watching the news, Portland apparently is having its fourth snowpocalypse this season. Which is odd. Which is really, really weird. Somebody's right. doing an autopsy on a Jane Doe somewhere, oh. is what it is. <laughs> now, this is the weather so, just... Yeah, but I mean, it's not as bad as they said it was going It never to be. is, but you and I, we can handle this. It's just that everybody else loses their mind. Oh, sure. I think that's what everybody says. <laughs> well, we have... we. You're from Alaska. You, you yeah, handle this, around, you know, Montana. And, and right. We, we got soft, but still. Yes, we are soft because it is like, you know, teens, 20s. It was 14 like, degrees yesterday. Oh, it's so cold. Yeah. Can't handle it. But, you know, we live in a place designed for Portland weather, not teens and 20s. Right. Bull- ah! <laughs> and the thing is that. And listeners, I'm the first one to swear oh! this time. Huh? Huh? <laughs> You have to use lady monster growls. <laughs> I don't know if I have any. Oh. Well, anyway. So, um. So, yeah, and I'm probably not going to make it to Ultraman tomorrow night either, just because it's but it crazy. Was, so the thing is that every time they say it's going to be a terrible storm, they just know it's going to be awful. It isn't. But when they're like, oh, we think a storm's coming, we're not 100% sure. Then we are all fucked. <laughs> yeah. So, Seven hours to get from downtown oh, Portland. Yeah, I'm going to save my driving on the roads karma for when I have to go back to work on Monday. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to skip the movie tomorrow. But yeah, uh, I, you know, this is the first episode after the holidays. We talked about Scott and Tracy being here. That was fun. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. That was a blast. And uh, Although yeah. Scott did not like Stranger Things. Which right. We, and that was what was the next episode was going to be, was us talking right. about Stranger Things. Right. Tracy dug it. Originally, Scott and Tracy, we were talking about the four of us covering it, and Scott just wasn't a fan. Um, and that doesn't mean that yeah. he can't be involved about with covering it. I just don't know that it was interesting to him. It would it be exciting enough for him to want to, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't mean we can't. Skype something with Tracy at some point or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know? yeah. yeah. So we got to rewatch it so that we could do the show. And I'm I'm glad she liked it. How yep. long until the next season of that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as long between that season one and season two as it will be between season one of Westworld and season uh, two of Westworld. Uh, disappointing. Yeah. Men in the High Tower. That's Yeah, that's here now. Right. We need to watch that. Season two. Yeah, we need to watch that. We were going to, I wanted to watch that over my birthday and all, but it hadn't come out yet. So, uh, but we have that coming up and maybe we'll talk about it. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's kind of fantasy ish. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's you know, alternate reality. It's got Nazis and Nazis are monsters. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. And any Nazis who might be listening, no, I don't apologize for saying that. Just saying. <laughs> Y'all are monsters if you're Nazis. That's that's the official stance mm. <laughs> of us here mm. at Monster Kid Radio, Meredith Monsters. You know, I just read an article about continuing to hunt people who were part of the Nazis. And, you know, they're in their 90s and right. they really want to get justice and punishment. I kind of struggle with, should they have been the one person who stood up and said no? Yeah. 
you know, we would we would all hope we would be one person who would risk everything yeah. to stand up and say no, but maybe because we can't understand that culture, it's hard for us to imagine how you do that, but I could see it. You know, it's mob effect. It's Yeah. And it's so a, it's a mess. Now, you know, decades later, we're punishing them and I mean, I I get it. It's the right thing. But is it worth it? Yeah, yeah, the resources and all that. Yeah, Yeah. no, you're right. I guess so. Anyway. They were monsters at that place in time. Yeah. And I'm sure some of them are monsters ongoing. Yes. Okay. I don't know if it applies to all of them. Yeah, we're... we're (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should cut this all out. (laughs) Nah. It's fine. People seem to like it. Say, by the way, um, I meant to read this to you. I think we have an email. We do. Hey, you know what? This email came from a listener by the name of Alistair. I'm a graphic designer and a writer and a huge fan of Monster Kid Radio in 1951 Down Place and absolutely love Married with Monsters. What are the chances that partners like you and Brenda both just happen to have such perfect voices for podcasting? Having her read my tribute to Vince last year on MKR was quite an honor. So I feel like you're great as a podcaster, but what you just did there is terrible because all you did was smile and kind of blush and people can't see that. (laughs) Uh, Alistair had more to say, but I'm going to... It's more MKR. Yeah, some MKR stuff and some things that he and I are going to talk about. He's got a project that... What are the attachments? That's... We can't talk about it right now. But can I look? Yeah. It's cool stuff. We'll talk about it later. Stay tuned. Anyway. But yeah, I thought I'd read that to you. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. So thank you for yeah emailing. Alistair, that was cool. I like Married with Monsters, too. I wish there was a way to do it on a more regular... wish there was a way to do all this stuff more regularly and more scheduled. It's just real yeah. life gets in the way, man. If only we didn't have to work. It's that stupid day job, man. Mm. If somebody... Would you come back to doing podcasting on a very regular basis if we were getting paid to do this and had insurance and benefits and paid time off? <laughs> I mean, if this were my job. An employee discount. Employee discount on what? I, I don't know. Monster stuff. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. I'm so excited. <laughs> um yeah. If this were my job, yes. I think that one of the reasons we had to stop or I had to stop was just the unpredictability of of not feeling well and I can't not have a job, so it's the extras oh. that go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we know. No. We know. Yeah, no. I mean, I, oh, yeah, we know. I know. You know. We know. <laughs> Everybody knows. Do 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 do. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Anything else we want to share? I hope everybody's having a great 2017. Oh yeah. Uh, things. Happy are, New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. I hope you meet all your goals, resolutions, evolutions, um, evil schemes. Anything else you've got in the works for the year? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> sure. To wrap up. What do you want to say? It was a good movie. I'm really glad we watched it. Back to the movie. Yes, I'm glad we watched it too. And uh, yeah, thank you for doing this. I know I kind of sprung the whole, you want to record about it? on you real quick. So <laughs> thank you for being cool with that and, and joining me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks Listeners, thank me. you so much for uh, listening to this. And uh, well, get Brenda back on the show in the future for something else. I feel like this is the least good episode we've done. It's because... You haven't sworn a lot. Oh, does my swearing bring magic? Yes. Because if that's the case, then big mm. fuck mother mm. big mm. mother mm. 
Fuck. Mm. Fuck. Rawr. <laughs> what was that? I was helping. I was okay. helping you cover it up. Okay. content of Married with Monsters by Monster Kid Radio LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License.